Podcast like a motherfucker. Podcast episode number eleven. Welcome back. We're back. <laughs> like it's been a few months since we last recorded. One month. Okay. Well, that was just me. When was the last episode? Two months ago. Two months. Two ago. months ago. What's happened in two months, Gustavo? Not a lot. <laughs> Not a lot. Uh, yeah. So here today, uh, usual host Henry Miller, and uh, I'm here with Christopher, uh, yes. my new roommate as well. Yeah, well, I'm might rather I'm your new roommate. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This is like uh, days of our lives. Not becoming days <laughs> of our lives. <laughs> we should do an episode like that one day. <laughs> days of our lives with Christopher Durek. We have some things we want to go through today. First, we're going to tell you some news. Then we're going to tell you about a new installment in the podcast. And then we're going to organise and shit like sections and stuff. Absolutely. And uh, we're going to talk about campaign stuff. This is the big new thing. Then we're going to talk to you about hobby stuff. And we're going to talk to you about the recent ETC. Well, not so recent. Not so recent now. Not so recent ETC warm-up tournament we went to. Yes. So, yeah. um, Basically, in the last two months, we had Amma Hammer, which was successful. And hopefully you've watched the live streams of that on YouTube. If you can't find it, then just... Go find it. Go find it. it. Watch it. It's awesome. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Christopher, you won, the, you won your first game. I did. I did. And then uh, then we had the ETC warm-up a few weeks later. And then everyone's been on holiday. Yeah. Everybody's, after warm-up, everybody kind of sort of yeah. had enough of Warhammer, really. Yeah. Actually, I was really enthused for, for Night Fade. Yeah, everybody just went home and like, started painting it's stuff. Like, I really want to play, but I'm yeah. going on holiday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, um, talking to you with some news first? Yeah, so, um, there's not actually that much news at the moment. Nothing new is coming out, but new things are coming out. They're on the way. In the next uh, month, we're going to have some new army books and hopefully a rule book coming on the way. Interesting. Um, It's ETC next week, so after the ETC... Um, the army books are all going to get redone or at least tweaked a little bit and I think the next army book to come out is going to be Warriors of the Dark Gods uh-huh. and either before or after that will be the big red rule book. Looking forward to that one. Yeah, and that will have a little bit of fluff from all the armies and stuff. Interesting. I can't wait for them to bring out the nerf hammer to like all the small... Stuff that's Small just stuff. really breaking some of the armies, like the prelay from the Empire. Ah, uh, yeah, the Pope wagon. Oh my God! I think the Thundercocks guys—they really covered it well, so we're not going to talk too much about it. But I'm pretty sure that it was 22 out of 23 20, or 24. Tw- yeah, 22 out of 24 ETC Empire of Sunstone lists. Yeah, had the prelay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Hashtag broken. Yeah. Yeah, so there's going to be a few things that are nerfed, and uh, probably a few things that are buffed as well. So hopefully that, I think I read a post somewhere that the Tomb King, uh, drink, drink, <laughs> get your beer, come on, it's been too long. Oh, no. Undying Dynasty's uh, list army is about the middle middle tier, 
and that's the desired power level of all the all the other armor books. Yeah, and obviously you can't keep everybody happy, and I for one is not happy with the Undying Dynasties. I is not happy about the Undying Dynasties. <laughs> no, no, more in the sense that it's I I'm not I don't think they're overpowered or underpowered, but I just think that the things that are really good in the list are things that I don't play. I don't play the Monster <laughs> Mash and that yeah. stuff. I like the like the Bone Legion, but I guess I should just go mix it into my into so maybe, a VCR. Maybe they will tweak that a little bit. I don't think so, really. I don't think they're going to change no, it either, but no. we'll see. So yeah, the that's, that's a little bit of news. And the most recent thing, I think it was actually today. Was it today? It was... Uh, last week. 14 days ago. Okay, <laughs> we're a little bit behind. Just a week. <laughs> um, at least I saw it today. Um, there is, what's, it, what's the official title on the Night Edge forum? It's like the questions. It's the Army Direction Survey. Army Direction Survey. So go onto the Ninth Age Forum, go to General Discussion, and click Army Direction Surveys. You can also find it on the News section. Um, these are surveys that's asking you about what the character of each army should be like. So, for example, Highborn Elves, which is, I think, the bone of contention in a lot of people's, uh, high, at least from the Highborn Elves point of view, is lacking character. And so the Ninth Age team wants to know exactly what you think about your army and what you think its playstyle should be, what its strengths should be, what its weaknesses should be. So for me, I think the Highborn Elves should be like magical and infantry based and probably shouldn't play in gun lines. It's a bit annoying. And they should be able to do flying circuses, they should be able to do big monsters. And it's kind of asking you, like, what what kind of army do you want to play with? And also, if you have an opinion on armies that you don't play, what you think they their characteristics should be. So I think this is really important for everyone who's who has an opinion on the Ninth Age. You should go in there and have a look and just cast your votes because it will be taken into account when they when they tweak the armies again uh, in September. And also try to focus on not. Because people have a tendency to vote for the way that things really are. So it's like, what should the Empire be good at? Well, it should be really good at flagellants and prelate and, yeah. and cannons. Yeah. Like, well, maybe not. I think if you go on the Empire of Sunstone page, I think the top one will be like uh, heavy, heavy shooting. Yeah. It'll be like, yeah, cannons should be the theme of the Empire. So rather than thinking about what you really think is really good at the moment, because that's always susceptible yeah. to change, think about what kind of an army would you want your army to be in the future yeah and what should it be able to do and what should it not be able to do yeah for me like an empire of sun should be like a synergy yeah probably like a kind of all comers like a bit of everything yeah well i was always thinking that empire has the ability to do everything but they're really not good at doing any of it yeah so it's like so well we can fight but, but we're halberdiers well. yeah. there's <laughs> a limit on that yeah <laughs> and uh well we can do magic but we can do all sorts of magic, but not and we're not really, well. we're not very well now. I think that's actually a problem with the magic phase because a level two wizard, a level two elf wizard, is pretty much the same as a level two like human wizard. Yeah, but there's different ways to go about that. You can either decrease level availability with a following decrease in price, so you just spam yeah. more level ones if you want that. Yeah. That would actually be kind of cool. Yeah, like have one of each battle mage, like yeah. each, so like maybe fifty points for level one. <laughs> eight, eight level one wizards, yeah. one in each. That would be awesome. That'd it's be like awesome. having a lore master. Or? But only eight times. <laughs> uh, so one hundred points is about the same cost. <laughs> yeah. So, but I never, I never understood how Empire kind of. I always thought of Empire like this is the army that's always bringing lots of stuff. 
They've got big units of infantry, yeah. medium units of cavalry. They've got the characters. Little they've got a units. little bit of war machines. Yeah. But right now, it's basically two blocks for the Genons, characters galore, war machines for the rest, and steam, steam tanks. tanks on the flank. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, maybe that shouldn't be the idea. I know that yeah. this is like the meta power army thing, but I think a lot of the ninth age, and that was also probably an eighth edition, is that it's deteriorated into bringing the maximum value for points units yeah i think we're also we are also looking at it from etc point of view yeah but i'm more thinking in the fluff sense that the warhammer has always been about regiments fighting yeah, each other yeah, for sure for and sure. and most of the time with with exceptions to that obviously like the wood elf ninja prince what is it called shapeshift like the lord. shapeshift the lords like a colorful exception to that yeah. but other than that it should be like the units doing the fighting yeah like if you think about the fluff point of view at least in the old fluff, like a steam tank, there's like, what, 10 steam tanks in the Empire? Yeah. Like, okay, I'm coming up to a battle, I'm going to play the Empire Responsible. Why is there two steam tanks? Well, <laughs> right, right, they fixed that because now it's one of a kind. Yeah. But I don't think they did that from a fluff perspective. I think yeah. they did that from a game perspective. Exactly. But still, like, the steam tank shouldn't be a go to option every, in every game. I always thought, I never. Did you know Explicit School 4? Yeah, I know this. The, the argument was that it's always, well, almost always going to move. But now, as I learned from our ETC warm-up in Herning, is that the steam tank can actually choose not to move. Really? I did not know that. Yes, can it do that? Is can it, it pivot? It cannot. It can either choose to use one dice or two dice. I think three dice. It can actually yeah. choose the amount of dice. It can also choose zero dice. Wow. So you stand in place and fire ballistics before cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Pegasus Lord. Yeah, goodbye, your flying 250-point character. Yeah, but we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is, what's the first topic on the agenda for tonight? Well, it was the news with the poll. Oh, yeah, we just did that. Though. We just did that. So, what, the, the second section... Second section introducing the news section. The campaign section. Campaign stuff. Campaign stuff section. At the moment. That's all... That's, Susceptible to yeah, change. Yeah, exactly. Will be changed at some point to a fluff name. We are starting in the Amahama podcast group. Yes. With friends. With with the guys. With the guys. We will be starting a campaign. We haven't quite figured out the name for it yet. I have painted 80% it's really good. of an old Mighty Empire set from yeah. the fabled Warhammer 8th edition. Yeah, after we finish, I'm going to take a picture and then I'm going to put it on the show notes Yeah. And you, so you can see it. It's really good. I've painted rivers, forest, a little bit of desert, a little bit of mountains. Not yeah. quite finished, lacking some details. But and we haven't, uh, you haven't done the castles yet. I haven't done all the cities, castles, and mines yet. No, it's basically because we are playing a lot of games, and we thought it would be interesting to put a little bit of more connection in between those games that we're actually playing and put that into play, uh, so that. It's just not an endless series of 1v1s yeah. where you try out maybe new tactics and whatnot. Now we actually have fighting. a bit more meaning. Yeah, so, and the rules we've made for this is really simple. It's like Risk. I've never played Risk. Well, Risk is where you just try to capture segments of uh, uh, countries and try to capture continents by the end of it. It's basically the same, only that it's all about capturing the two. Big metropolises. 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 That's not a word. <laughs> not a word. Well, metropolis in the plural, uh, in the middle, and hold those for three turns, obviously, against 
all the other guys. Yeah, so if you get those two metropolises, metropolises, um, metropolis. <laughs> we have to metropolix. Well, <laughs> I, I I used the words uh, dic- uh auto, what is it called like spell check, and it yeah. said metropolises. Metropolises. Yeah, so if you get the two metropolises, <laughs> then you have to hold them for three turns. You win. But there's also going to be six of the players trying to stop you. Yeah, yeah. And we've got cities, which is like four back points for you. You have two armies in the field, which you can move and fight with. Yeah, we probably shouldn't go over the rules that much. No, but it's more like there's like we'll, we'll, choke we can, points. We can, post, we can post the rules on the on the show notes. Sure. So then if you want to use our homemade rules, you can use them as well. Yeah, obviously, we haven't tried them yet. Yeah. They it might, might not be, work. They might not work. They might not be fun at all. It might be really shit. But... They might be really fun though. Yeah, it might be really good. We we'll put a lot of effort into it. Uh, not the rules, but we... like designing the map. Oh God. We spent like, I don't know, four or five hours even yeah, night. I think so. like, Everything's like building balanced, it. but it yeah. looks natural at the same yeah, time. Like, has to look cool, yeah. but also be fair. Yeah. That's kind of the way we went about it. Yeah. You, you'll see a picture of the map and we'll post the rules and we will be bringing you regular updates on what happens yeah. i will be the game master the game master i will do tons of funky stuff with my players can you can you i mean I'm, I'm, I'm probably <laughs> <laughs> came out wrong, I, know. wrong. <laughs> came out wrong. I will not drag them into dark places and do stuff <laughs> well i might well you guys well no maybe you can give i know i'm going to be playing this and you wanted to keep it top secret mm. but what give maybe you can give an example on the podcast of uh, what what kind of special events might happen in the campaign so i can already say for sure now that there's going to be two events uh, which will happen so the players themselves they will start along the edges of the map and there will be independent factions in between. And some of the independent factions, though, they won't be aggressive. And if you attack them, they will defend themselves and whatnot. But some of them are on like the sides of the map. And if they don't get attacked, they will stir up over time. And they will launch their own. Do they will do their own things? They might. They might not just stay passive for the whole game. We'll if you do nothing to it, yeah. Uh, might be a crusade. Yeah. Who never knows? And obviously, there's going to be some quest battles in between. Uh, will good it be, or worse will it be like a magic ring that appears uh, and uh, we have to destroy the magic ring in the volcano in the north it's going to be sometimes it's going to be like really really <laughs> shitty for the player who coincidentally is doing really well <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it's going to be completely random I can tell you right now uh, should make a table and roll dice uh, I've got my own system laid out okay. and, uh, <laughs> and there is there is going to be a comet at one point a comet a comet Oh, that's cool. Uh, so there's a couple of different things I've got going. Um, I can't really say too much. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't want to know, the guys I don't want to know to podcast, too much. So. Do they all listen? Do you think? I don't think they listen. I think they listen. I don't think. I, I know. Believe. I know Patrick doesn't listen. Well, and I'm, I'm, Rasmus listens. I think. I think most of the guys actually do. You do? Yeah, I do. Okay. I, do. I thought it was just me. Nah. <laughs> nah. Not always. Okay. I know you. You've been listening a little bit. I've been listening a little bit. But I'm uh, I I paint a lot of stuff as well at the same time, so it's like good good entertainment. Hearing yourself talk half the time. <laughs> Hearing yourself talk while you paint. <laughs> Moving on from the campaign stuff. Yes, so this is the the hot topic of uh, of this evening is the hobby section. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about hobby. It's Christopher and I today, and we are the, probably the two people who are doing the most hobby at the moment. Oliver Oliver is also doing quite a lot. He but he doesn't have as much time as you and I. No. So, uh, Christopher, what hobby stuff have you been doing? Well, I have been painting my Dread Elf stuff and really trying to uh, piece together an army. 
I've got this Assassin's Creed theme going. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit on the podcast before. I I think I have failed the audience in the yeah. sense that I haven't uploaded yeah, any you, pictures. You yet. did. So now you have to give a verbal representation of what you're doing. So for those of you who don't know, the Assassin's Creed series is a series of like computer games and console games where yeah. you play like an assassin who's like it's it's kinda like the old Hitman games where you'd like design your like your 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 assassinations, but more of a focus on storytelling and like free roaming around maps. Yeah, you kind of like run around the map yeah. and kill people. But it's I always, fun. I always like they've got this kind of like Dan Brownish infusion between history and fiction. Yeah. So they're really mixing fiction and and, uh, and history together. It's like, uh, so my army takes inspiration from the second game, which is set in Renaissance Italy. Yeah, it's like 16th century. Right? 1450 something, I yeah, think. Something like that. Like the later so, later medieval period. Rodrigo Rodrigo Borgia is Pope. Yeah, I yeah. Think. yeah. So yeah, it's like and uh, so it's like Leonardo Leonardo da Vinci. Centuries. Yeah, yeah, and um, and I really like the. Like the uniforms of uh, the the soldiers, and I think it fits really well uh, with the dark elf models. Actually, some of the dark elf models can be converted into into these into representing these uh, these models quite well yeah, with so, a mixture. So of, may, maybe we should just talk about what models you're using. Yeah, yeah. So um, I wanted to include assassins, obviously. They're, they're like the first thing, and I wanted to include Ezio, <laughs> and so. For the obvious, and, and you know, there's only can only ever be one real Ezio, and that's Shadowblade from the old <laughs> Eighth Edition. So I got him the Games Workshop plastic kit, and I painted him in a fairly, would you say that like yeah, cartoonish it's, it's, but yeah, basic yeah. way. It's, it's quite bright colors, yeah. and it's quite quite big. Um, like the shadows are quite stark. Yeah, yeah, very cartoonish, and then with the red, white, gold, and silver themes. Yeah, it looks really good. Like the cape on the on the backside is like white, and then on the inside is red. Yeah, and you have the Assassin's Creed logo on the back. It's really cool. Yeah, I have it here in my hand. I I put a lot of time. I had to paint the cape individually, and I also got some. Uh, even if I do say so myself, <laughs> uh, some uh, some good blending in the in the red. Yeah, it looks really good. So, um, and the bases, I'm going for like an autumn theme. Yeah. Uh, with the bases. I have some autumn leaves if you want some autumn yeah, leaves. Yeah, that's, that's like my main quest at the moment, like finding etched brass leaves. Uh, but which are mine like, are like um, what are they called? Elm seeds? Yeah, something? elm seeds. But elm seeds look good in a natural way. Yeah. Uh, but I need to find them in the like correct colors. Okay. Um, like I want them to be, well, yeah. it's anyway. difficult. Bases <laughs> yeah. are an issue. And so they have like cobblestone bases and then, then autumn leaves yeah. on them. So you have the assassin model as yeah. like the fo not the centerpiece, but obviously a focal point of the army. Yeah. And what else? What else brings the assassin's theme, assassin's creed theme out? Well, I've got I've got a lot of shades in there. Well, ten at the moment, and yeah. I made these from kit bashing the old glade guards. I believe they're yeah, called. Yeah, the glade guards, the ones with the hoods. Yeah, with the corsairs from the dark elves range. Yeah, so and, two hand weapons and hoods and yeah. capes. And then the hand bows goes great, and then I cut the arrow quivers in the back, I cut them yeah. short, and then uh, extended, so by that also I extended the capes, and then kept the theme with the red and white. Um, I think they, uh, I've got one in my hand right now. I also tried to keep the cartoonish look, to keep it yeah. in line with the whole... Yeah, the, the way you've done the metal on the, on the sword blade is really good, like it's quite... The contrast looks really good, like with the black and the silver. Yeah. It's quite quite a big contrast. It's yeah, it looks really nice. We'll post some pictures. I'll take some pictures after and then you can have a look as well. So you have the the 
the Ezio, who's the assassin. Yeah. And then his kind of his buddies, which yeah. are like the shades. Absolutely, yeah. And so the whole point of the Assassin's Creed game is having like the 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 church against the assassins. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so the church is represented by my one of my mages. Yeah. I, so the, the sorcerers are like the the maid uh, the, yeah, uh, the, the the priests, right? Exactly. I've got the, I've got to actually managed to find a model who's that's looked incredibly similar to a pope. <laughs> you uh, actually have a pope. Fourteen fifty century pope. Uh, and he's your level four. Uh, I'm actually I'm actually playing level twos. Okay. I'm actually playing level twos. Uh, so I found him from Game Server miniatures. Game Server miniatures. Cool. Yeah, I, I believe so. Any of their models? Maybe maybe he was from Avatars of War. I'm not entirely certain. It's called Inquisitor. It's called Inquisitor something. You know what? I bought some Avatars of War models as well, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so he's really nice. And then I converted some of the new Blackguard models. Yeah, these look really cool. I used. Uh, I used the basic model. I didn't do any conversions to that. I did remove some of the excessive spikes and skulls and all that. And then I did a, a very simple head swap with some gladiatorial helmets from, I think it was called maxmini.eu company. Okay. And uh, these are some gladiatorial helmets, and they look proportionally actually really good with them. Yeah, they, they, do, they fit really well. They're designed with them. And so their colors, the, the Papal Guards colors are, are black, and red also, but also gold. And they've got this, what do you call that, enamel armor? Yeah, it's like a kind of, yeah, enamely shiny black armor. How, what, how did you do that, actually? I, Is it a special paint? Yeah, it's just basically a gloss varnish over a, a basic black spray coat, uh, okay. black yeah. spray. Because the best black color you get is the one you get from the spray. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, that's the deepest color. Okay. Uh, the one that lets I don't out. spray my models. Oh, no? No, I just paint them with you a... Always... I don't have Primary any. Models. I don't have any spray paint. Well, I prime them first with just a black undercoat. Yeah, but that's not entirely the same because there's resin in the spray. Okay. And that's the reason you do it because when you apply the resin, it sticks easier to the model. Okay. And that way, the the rest, the paint with the resin in it is uh, porous. Yeah. 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 So it like so, soaks in a bit more. Yeah. So the 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 next layer of paint will have a lot easier time actually sticking in place and ah, adhering. So why... we're such a hobby podcast, Christopher. Yeah, I know, I know. You should always prime your models. Always, even even if you want to, you can prime them grey, the exact same grey as when they came off the sprue. But it helps a lot to keep your paints in place. Otherwise, they will be a lot more runny. I used I used to when I when I lived back in England I used to spray my models out in my back garden mm. but I haven't had a back garden for three years so I haven't been able to enter the yard <laughs> yes yeah, so now I have a back garden yeah I can uh, I can spray my models I'm actually moving in two days three days something like that four days four days specific okay and then it's the first yeah officially, officially. It, will, it will be it will be today is Thursday Thursday and we the big move will be Sunday. done on Sunday Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So these these models are really cool. Um, just to describe the helmet from the gladiator, the gladiator helmet, it's a bit like um, I can't remember. Back in back in high school in England, we we learned like all the different types of gladiator. It's the kind of gladiator that has a sword and shield and armor. Mm. It's his helmet, and it, it's like a it's like a brim with like a point with like a helmet. Do you call it a fisherman's hat? That's yeah, it a looks bit... a little bit like a fisherman's hat with like a face guard. Yeah, exactly. It looks really cool. I'll take a picture of these as well, so you can see. And so, obviously, these are going to be watching out for, like, Cesare Borgia and yeah. Rodrigo Borgia, the Pope. Um, 
also but not quite in there yet is going to be all my all my core units are actually going to be like papal uh or renaissance rome what models uh, are you going to use for those? i'm going to use for my spearmen i'm going to be using some dogs of war models oh the old pikemen the old uh i think they're actually called rico's republican guard okay awesome and those were financially <laughs> ha- hazardous <laughs> to acquire how many did you get i got 40 40 you how did you track down 40 of those i have it it's been <laughs> let's just say that this project has been in the back of my mind for a long time so i've been hoarding all the models that hoarding. i need to i've been doing the same with my glade oh riders, my i mean so those are expensive i think i paid for some of some of them were really expensive because they were like rank and file okay and they so the way that the 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 used market works is that you, when it's if you it's unpainted yeah I got some of them on eBay the, I yeah. got twenty of them on eBay okay. and they were by far the most expensive I think they were like yeah like a hundred pounds for twenty thousand so. kroner yeah maybe even more yeah well with the exchange rate now that's quite good yeah with the exchange rate <laughs> it was it was a good deal but but back then it was a shitty deal but yeah. nobody had them yeah it's like the Kislev ones yeah. they're they're gold. And then I then I put up a a um, a notice on a Danish Warhammer forum saying that I was interested in these models. And then out of the blue, this guy contacts me, and he's got two. He's got a, he's got an basically an entire unopened in blisters and boxes still. Wow. Ducks of War Army, and um, and so I didn't want to cheat him out of his money. Obviously, I paid. Uh, I think we found a good deal for it, because I mean, selling abroad is always a little bit difficult. Yeah, and where I mean, was he from? He was from Denmark as well. It was Danish, a Danish farm, yeah. and so I paid a lot of money also to get twenty more. And uh, so they 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 are going to be my spearmen. Some awesome yeah. models made yeah, by the Pyrrhonians. They look really cool, actually. They're very, I think, like an infusion between like Ashingcourt and Renaissance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got plate armor on them, yeah. which is basically their thing. Yeah. And pikes. Yeah. Uh, and then I got some Brigantes besiegers, the old crossbowmen with guys the, with the big shields. Yeah, with that. Is it called a pavis? Pervase. Pervase. Is yeah. that how you pronounce it? I think it's pervase. Yeah. So obviously they're going to be my repeater crossbowmen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's cool. And I was thinking about use making some. Uh, oh, I'm going to butcher this now. They were used to call dark riders. Uh, I think they're still called dark riders. They might. Shall we be. have a look? I don't play Dark Elves. I, I used to. Do long play time Dark Elves, and I do not remember. Yeah, so I think what Christopher's going to say is the the fast cavalry in the core of the the Dread Elves army. You read my mind. <laughs> is uh, they're going to be the uh, the assassins on horses? Exactly. So I'm going to kit bash the Glade Riders. Yeah. With some more Corsair parts, yeah. basically the the repeater crossbows. Yeah. And then paint them up in the in a, in a bright fashion, and that that looks really really well for fast cavalry. And I'm looking, haven't been able to acquire any yet, but I'm looking for Volans Venatos, which is also an old Dogs of War cavalry regiment. Which ones are they? Well, they look exactly like Empire Knights, but they've got the different, they've got those plate armor helmets, which there's some of them in the new Empire Greatsword set. It's like a flat helmet that leaves your chin bare. Okay, yeah. And then it's like completely yeah, flat and yeah. rounded. You, there's some of those in the Empire Knight sets, anyway. Uh, not like that, no. Okay, they're a bit different. Because they've got no plume on the top of the helmet. Okay. They're like completely flat. Okay, and I think I know what you mean. Yeah. They look really cool. 
Um, so they're going to be your cold one nights? Yeah, if I if I wanted to use them, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm not really sold on cavalry at the moment. So I'm no. <laughs> not really in a hurry to find those. So what what are the units? Uh, what are the units are you going to kind of kit bash or swap over? What about bolt throwers? Bolt throwers I've made from uh, Warlord Games. They have a scorpion set. Okay. Uh, where you get three scorpions, and then I kit bash the crew from the this scorpion set with some uh, what are they called? Men at arms from yeah. Kingdom of Equitain. Yeah. Like swapped arms and hands around. I actually painted one of them. I can show you. Christopher's just going to go and get it now. Um, yeah, the, some of these models are really, really nice. Christopher's probably one of the best painters in our gaming group. And just the blending and stuff that he's done on these is just crazy, crazy good. I've not actually seen these ones yet, but he's going to show me this now. This is just one of the crew members. Okay, that's cool. So it fits the theme. He's like got the red and then more brownish, and he looks a little bit like sturdy. But it, it, uh, I think he does the the part quite well. Yeah, he looks really cool. And he's got like he's holding like a big bag of arrows. <laughs> it's quite nice actually. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. So those are going to be my bolt throws, and um, so obviously keeping in line with the assassins versus the yeah. versus the papal guards and whatnot, we need to have some more assassins in there. Yeah. And enter the executioners. Yeah. I managed to get a hold on 14 of the old models. Yeah, so good. Best models yeah. ever made probably, in fantasy. Probably the best Games Workshop models that have ever been made. The, the 6th edition executioner models. Yeah, I, they are amazing. I don't think anyone has... I don't think there's any models on the market no. that, that rivals them. I, I, these models, actually the models that got me into Warhammer yeah. in the first place. I saw them in a magazine. I remember they were four pounds for three. That's forty kroner for three. Steel, steel. Back then, back in. <laughs> should have like invested. Yeah, I should have like, bought them all then and yeah. sold them now and made loads of money. But yeah, they're, they're really nice models. So they're going to be your like uh, assassin heavy infantry guys. Yeah, I, I decided that I wanted to paint them in the same colors as the rest of the assassins with the uh, with. But they've got some more gold on them than yeah. the rest of the assassins. So they've got a little bit more gold, but then the red, the white, and the bright metal as well. Yeah. Uh, and I got 14 of these guys. They're all painted up now. Okay. Uh, all finished. I just need to do some freehand on the banner. Okay, cool. Um, Looking forward to that. It's gonna be cool. And then I'm. I've got an old. Uh, what is she called? It's, it's a 40k model. Sisters of Battle or something. Yeah, it's an old Sisters of Battle model. It's. Uh, it's. I've the, never played the, 40k, so. Saint Celestine is what she's called. Something. Yeah. And I'm going to. She's on a. She's on a round base now, and I'm gonna. I spent a lot of time painting this model. I don't know if you've actually seen this one before. I've never seen it before. No. It's really, really good. It's in the same style. Like it's quite cartoony as well. Yeah. It's really cool. And you, what are you gonna use this as? I was thinking to use it as as a either as a as a Medusa. Okay. Because it fits brilliantly with a forty millimeter base. Yeah. Or I'm going to use it as a character on a Pegasus. Yeah, so it's like it's on a forty millimeter right now, and it's like a like a armored an armored figure with a sword, and it's it's kind of been it's flying. It's been held up by a couple of mini angel things. Mm -hmm. So it's it's obviously like a flying model or some kind of magical model. So yeah, it could be really good for a Medusa or a Pegasus character. Yeah, I spent. I think I spent. Yeah, the twelve hours painting this one. The the uh, the kind of the back banner, I want to say, looks really good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Just the the shading and the yeah. You have, I guess you haven't used any kind of washes. It's just complete highlights. Looks really really good. I think I remember the armor was actually built up from scorched brown wow. into gold. 
Wow. So it's got this really depth in it. Yeah, it looks it looks fantastic. It must have taken you say twelve hours. Yeah, would, it would take like me that. a lot longer. Something like that. So what about the other units? Like how are you gonna how are you gonna get witch elves into the assassins army? So fortunately, there's a French company. I've mentioned them before. They're called Raging Heroes, and yeah. they make some excellent miniatures. Uh, they are expensive, no denying that, and they mostly I think with one or two or three exceptions, they make only female models, but they are made for specifically uh, 28 millimeter heroic yeah. scale miniature games. And I think they're brilliant. And well, the thing is there's, there's some parts of the Assassin's Creed game where they've got this people called the others, like the architects, the one that came before the one yeah, that yeah. basically designed the world. Okay. And so like the story is that, the Apple of Eden is actually one of their creator artifacts. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I was thinking of maybe like twitching it into, twisting it into, in, like infusing that into my witch elves. Okay. So having them like part ethereal, part there. Okay, yeah. You know, and so the thing about Assassin's so Creed is... So a little bit like ghosts or something? Yeah, but not because I want to, I don't want to like go down easy street and easy just like street. just, oh, just that like prime white and then like wash, wash with green and like <laughs> this is my army yeah. painted in the weekend not even that uh no so i want to like make uh like part of the model be like so one leg and then like goes into like this ethereal mode so like like look as like half, half goes half yeah uh, exactly half but in a in a green. chaotic kind of way okay you should have like a big apple as their standard I've got uh, I've got my uh, my new my other character yeah. who's she's from oh, another alternative game. You gotta remember all these. Um, you, you must spend so much time looking at all these different websites. I know most of the Pope one, most yeah. of the Pope one. The Pope, I, I know it took a long time. Yeah, to it took right? a long time because most miniature war games they they really try to stay clear of religion yeah. for obvious reasons, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so it was it was very difficult to find these models, but I managed to find them in the end. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff I want to paint. Yeah. Oh, it's called like something something miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a really good uh, descriptive title. Though. I know. I know. We're, we'll find Bootlegger it. miniatures. Free free booter miniatures. You look at I me think, like I, I know think, it. I think they're called Freebooter Miniatures or something. Okay, so you, you got a character from from a games company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like Aztec, and she's gonna be my oracle. Okay. And I I was thinking of like making an apple of Eden for her as well. Okay. That shouldn't be too difficult. I think you can maybe even find some apples in the in the Equitain mm. bits box. Yeah, I might. They have some fruit in there, I think. There is? Are there any Yeah, apples they have there? like little fruits and and rabbits and stuff, don't they? They but do, they do. Yeah. They do. Well well I guess this kinda leads us on to my, my, my next project, my next purchase has been from Raging Heroes also. They've yep. had a Kickstarter called Light uh, Darkness and Light, I think. Okay. Like the most awesome title ever. <laughs> Darkness and Light. <laughs> and it's basically Dark Elves, or Dread Elves, yeah. and Angels. Okay, cool. And, uh, or like a very Kingdom of Equitain-esque with more religion fused into it. Yeah. And uh, Catholicism, obviously. Uh, and uh, one thing that I've been waiting for for ages was for some people to actually make some angel models mm -hmm. that you can use in your games. And fortunately, Raging Heroes has made some female angel versions, uh, and the models look absolutely. I haven't gotten them yet. I'm still waiting for my order to fulfil. Uh, do, do they send you them straight away, or does it have to wait for like the goal to be reached or something? I think that they've already. It's like first come, first serve when yeah. you order, and I may may not have dropped 
2,500 pounds? No, two, two, a lot of money. 500 kroner. Yeah. E, 250 pounds. Yeah. No, more than that now. Yeah, more than that now. No, less than that now. What, is it English, English company? No, it's French. Then more than that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's expensive. Hashtag Brexit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did get a lot of stuff though. Uh, that got them at a discount because I'm a backer of the Kickstarter. Yeah. Profit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there are some um, uh, insanely amazing uh, yeah. models in there. I think the most ordered one has been the one that I am looking forward to painting far more than any other model in the world. Which one is that? It's basically like a giant angel. Uh, okay. it, it's like a character angel. Yeah. It's, it's, it's um, looks like it's like ma- it goes in a forty millimeter base. And you're, you're going to use this for both your Ekaterin army and your Dreadnoughts army. Probably it's going to yeah. be like the best models <laughs> I've ever. I'm looking so much. They're awesome and they're really high fantasy. If any of you play Magic: The Gathering, like if you imagine like Avacyn, the card Avacyn, the artwork from the card Avacyn, Angel I've of never Hope. Oh, a lot of magic cards have got some really brilliant artwork for angels. Yes. And uh, finally, 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 we get the angel miniatures in a Warhammer uh, setting where you can actually use them. Yeah. And so I'm going to make an army for my Bretonian army uh, based on... I'm going to use them as Pegasus Knights for the lack of better. Yeah. And they look like they will fit very nicely in 40mm bases, yeah. not being too small or too big. Yeah, and they'll rank up okay, I guess. And they'll rank up good and all that. And I think it makes sense, like in a King of Equitain army. I'm not yeah, yeah. really ashamed of doing that. Like, what else would they be in that yeah, army? I think I've seen I've seen people use like the the new Age of Sigma guys with the wings as wing reapers, and I've and I've seen different things like that as as like Pegasus knights. Or it's quite common that you see like a conversion that's like a flying character that's some kind of flying flying monster or something yeah. like that. And that's really the brilliant thing about Ninth Age, isn't it? That you can really Use whatever you know miniatures you, you have. Like, yeah. yeah. So w- what about the, the the is it raging heroes? Yeah, it's called raging heroes. Raging. What about the raging heroes dark elves? What what about? Are They're they... basically making a complete dread elves army. Okay. Is uh, it is the... it supported by the ninth age or supporting the ninth age? No, because I think I'm pretty sure that they began developing this project far before yes. the that Games Workshop actually discontinued the whole okay. uh, eighth well, edition setting and whatnot. And um, and so they uh, and so they, they they really just decided that a lot of the feel of the dark elves was gone from the Perry miniatures the way yeah. they designed it with the sixth edition yeah. especially the executioners and yeah. the tower guards and they wanted to return to that but they spe- they specialize in making like female models uh, and as such they they um, they only have uh, the they only have like female models yeah. So you said the, about the witch elves. Yeah, the witch elves are female. The black guard. So if you want to make like an all female army, you can you can do that with raging heroes. That's cool. Like pinup girls. <laughs> or, or they've got like it used to, it's used to be more vol. It's more toned down now. Yeah. With the latest Kickstarter is not as much boobs and bam whatnot. <laughs> uh, it's more subtle now, yeah. but still really really cool. I mean the angels look amazing. <laughs> my my, uh, my Mercia miniatures stag has a penis. <laughs> and testicles I love it oh. it's really small though it's oh. like a little pecker it's not good isn't it I'm really trying I'm working hard here in the background to try uh, to try to find the some of these some of these uh, some of these uh, pictures to show and maybe to to link to you guys 
I think we actually linked them in a previous show, the Angel models, but not the Dark Elf ones. No, no. Well, uh, the Dark Elf models are really cool also, but I'm like super hyped for the Angels. <laughs> like they also made some really good uh, nice fallen models, yeah. if you're looking for that. Like with proper Crusader helmets and, and great, great weapons, weapons yeah. and they just look awesome. Plain awesome. And what about you your what about your altar? What are you gonna use for your altar? Are you gonna use... like, not this one, but look at this one. This is their altar. I want that for my vampires it, straight away. It's so big. Yeah. Look at this is twenty this these are twenty eight millimeter wow. heroic witchels. You should seriously look at these. It's like uh the toughest girls of the galaxy, darkness and light, altar of the Sakubi. 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 It definitely says Scooby. No, it, it's a S U C C U E I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scooby. Scooby. Scooby Snacks. No, no, no. It's like <laughs> it's like succubus. It's like yeah, yeah, a, yeah. like a. I'm, oh yeah, yeah. I'm being silly. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> I did not get that. The, the Scooby Snacks altar. Yeah, some of these models are really nice. You should definitely check it out. RagingHeroes.com. Yeah. Take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. Christopher just been showing me. We got we got kind of a bit distracted, I think, looking at the pictures. Absolutely. And oh my god, seriously, like I mean, before Christopher was like, he showed me a few pictures. I was like, these are quite good models. But I just had a, a quick overview of the, all of the Raging Heroes models, and oh my god, it makes me want to do like an all female like lust elf, lust elf army. Yeah, yeah. Like you, the, it, the big the big like keep of secrets. Yeah, there's like a big. Um, I mean, you call it like a greater demon of lust in today's today's yeah. terms, but oh my god, it's big. It's big and it looks amazing. I don't I don't know if you'd fit it on the right size base. You probably want a big base for it. Yeah, but it's resin, so it's not that yeah. heavy. Yeah, it's not too heavy. Um, but yeah, some of those models are really really good. I mean, I thought that the boob snake from uh, Games Workshop, the old <laughs> the old boob snake model, was probably one of the best models that they ever made. But Raging Heroes make a similar one, and it's it's got, just better. It's got like sexy chicks on the back, and it's yeah, even better. Yeah, the just, ha- the harpies. The harpies, the poses, just and the detail is insane. Oh my god! So yeah, go check those raging heroes out. We've 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 given them enough uh, dick sucking tonight, yeah, so we're yeah. gonna talk about just, something else. Take 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 your money, light it on fire, because you will lose it to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes me want to do a dreadhouse army right away. Okay, so uh, next topic is gonna be my hobby. Um, you've all heard about me 
going on about the vampire counts and about Polly the Varkalak and about you sculpted the... that thing more or less from bottom up. Yeah, 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 it's really impressive. Scratch built, scratch built. Yeah, well, uh, I'm gonna so quickly gonna take you through um, my basically my vampire counts project at the moment. It's such a fluff project. I'm such a hobby gamer. <laughs> it's so cool. Hobby hero. Hobby hero for sure. Um, basically, it's a vampire covenant army um, themed around the old Games Workshop fluff. Which is a bit. I don't know if that's allowed anymore, but we can we can wait for the new Night Vision. Burn you at the stake for it. Yeah, you can burn me like a vampire. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's basically like there's an old story about Manfred von Karstein, or no, Vlad von Karstein. He was the first one, and he mm. kind of came to Sylvania. Uh, he, w- I think he was a human. He came to Sylvania, and then he like married the Countess of Sylvania, probably Isabella. Yeah. That's how the story goes. And then at some point in this time, he got turned to a vampire. Or maybe he was a vampire before. I don't think we know. Or maybe... No one knows for sure. Yeah, no one knows for Shrouded sure. Shrouded in mystery. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in the annals of time. It's all lost. Yeah. So, and then what happens is he kind of, he kind of, he, Isabella is the, like, the heir to Sylvania. And so he's like, marries her and he marries into the family. And so he kind of kills off all the, all the other the other people who could claim the throne and claims it for himself and there's quite a I think there's a, a pretty deep story about it in the old Games Workshop fluff but it turns out he's a vampire right and he slowly slowly corrupts Sylvania, Sylvania. yeah like he kind of starts like feeding on people and and people like start to hear like oh there's like zombies walking around and the dead are rising and so it's like Mousselion, like in the old yeah yeah so exactly like in between yeah becoming like a full grown full blown yeah. vampire state and then still a human state yeah exactly and that's what that's the kind of what my army's themed around okay so so my army is it it what I wanted to do I wanted to be able to be an Empire of Sunstall army and also a Vampire Coven army. Yeah. I'm not really interested in Empire of Sunstall, but it's nice. You it's never nice. know. You never but know. It's, yeah, it's nice that they Insurance can be. Insurance policy. Yeah, exactly. I can play two armies and mm. yeah, so it kind of it, it works out that way. Yeah. But the idea is that it's a Vampire Covenant army with models that look like they're actually. Yeah. And, and they really they really look like Empire models. You could yeah. you could do that and not be ashamed of yourself, obviously. Yeah. There's not that. There's I haven't seen like. A lot of vampire counts players, you've got like, this is my zombie. It is a gr- tombstone on six 20mm <laughs> bases. With a hand. With a hand. <laughs> and you've got none of that. You've got real state troops with head swaps and yeah. all the livery and, and the flags and the equipment of, of state troops and whatnot. So you can definitely do that now. Like Henry is the Michelangelo of our game. <laughs> like creating stuff I'm and like sculptor. sculpting and like conversing and altering. I remember the old... Um, the old uh, master of the Canaric Tower. Yeah, that we was did an the, episode about that. Yeah, when you when you converted it, I painted it. Yeah, it was nice. That was one of my favorite ones, actually. Yeah, yeah, it looked really good. Like turned the sword upside down and yeah. the ball in like yeah. like crystal ball in the hand. Yeah, it's cool. You should check it out. Episode four, I think. Throwback. Yeah, throwback. Old school Amma Hammer. Old school. Old, old school Amma time. There are some pictures there also. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And the final part of the fluff is that that Vlad von Karstein, because he's kind of corrupted Sylvania, and after a few years, and they kind of the empire like they don't really believe that the dead's rising, and yeah. like there's all these stories, but they just are. Oh, I just, would be skeptic. As yeah, well. it's just like it's just legend. It's, yeah. But they don't really believe it. Yeah. 
but the, the I think it's Kurt Helleborg or some some kind of like master of the White Wolf. I can't remember what his oh, what his name is. Or the Theodric, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, maybe the Grand Thengist or some. Oh yeah. So, uh, maybe Volkmar. Yeah, maybe like so, the Grand so, Theogonus. Is yeah. that what they're called? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's some kind of like empire dude. Yeah. There's a fly. It's, like, it's, it's, like like a, a, it's a very moth. small moth and it's very distracting. <laughs> minus one to hit. <laughs> yeah, that is distracting. Like, that's uh, one. Like talking about vampires. Minus one weapon skill. <laughs> yeah. So um, the final bit of the fluff is that that this kind of character from Middenheim um, in the Empire is kind of like he's heard too many rumors, and now there's like an army that's going to go into Sylvania and, and sort it all out. Sort it all out, and and obviously Vlad's he's a wily chap, and he he knows it's coming, <laughs> and so he ambushes them on the old forest road, and there's a battle called the Battle of the Old Forest Road, right. and so my army is themed about around this battle. Okay. So I have a lot of conversions in the army, as we'll get into, and they all kind of involve the army from Middenheim, as well as my kind of army of Sylvania. Yeah. So, to start, right now we've set the scene. We have we have had the vampire, and I've and to make him look like a young vampire and not quite turned yet, I've used yeah. the elf heads. Yeah. So he doesn't look as beastly. Like no, he's, he's kind of like a good-looking chap, you know. He's, he's still like a, a twilight vampire. Yeah, exactly. He hasn't quite got shiny skin, <laughs> no, but he's no. he's got a nice chiselled yeah. shape to his face. So, so he's used... like in the good phase of being a vampire, where everything's nice, <laughs> you get plenty of food, and you're not like completely two meters tall and uh, basically uh, wings growing back out your back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I've used the the sky cutter elf heads. Oh yeah, from yeah, Games yeah. Workshop, and I've used the Empire General Kit, right. and I basically made a vampire on foot and a vampire on horse. Yeah, is and it the same model? Like, have you made them the same? So yeah, it's the same yeah. person? Yeah, they look exactly the same. So right. it's the same head. Okay. I think maybe the hair is just the other side or something oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And they have almost the same sword and the same armor. Right. And I've like green stuff the armor to make it look kind of more baroque because it's because okay. the actually the it's set in the time before gunpowder. Right. So right, there's going to be yeah. no gunpowder in okay. the in the army. So there's not going to be any handguns, and there's not going to be any steam tanks, and there's not going to be any cannons. I've noticed one or two zombies like looking fondly at a crossbow they used to be able to use. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we'll we'll get to that. We have to, spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. spoiler. Sorry. Um. So I've like made the arm the armor look a little bit more old, and I put some like bat wings on the armor and things like that. And I've put like I made shields with like skulls with bat wings to kind of fit the theme of the army. And it's all painted like purple, red, and black, which yeah. are the Sylvania colours. Like it's and it, and obviously it's like like a little bit like an Empire colour scheme, mm. but but a bit more darker. Yeah, it's like in a way it's more toned down. Yeah, I've tried to make it look like it's a kind of a nighttime. Yeah, yeah, I think you've achieved that. Yeah, so like I've done a lot of dark washes and things like that. Yeah, and not a lot of reflections either. Yeah. It looks like yeah, it definitely thinking about it, it definitely looks like something like moving in moonlight. Yeah, that's like kind that, of that, the... that special like no all colors become slightly more dark yeah. and, and less bright and because there's not a lot of light to reflect. Yeah, yeah. there's no bright colors and all the metal's been washed with black. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that's the kind of the vampire, and then the other characters are going to be empire characters. Right, but slightly altered. So my battle wizards, or my necromancers, is from actually from the battle wizard empire kit, oh, yeah, and yeah. I just use like the death one and the shadow one basically yeah. to yeah. make it look like they could be both battle wizards and necromancers. Yeah, and kind of the the crux of the whole of the whole 
army is like is the witch hunters slash wraiths. So I, I got okay. the I got two models from uh, Avatars of War. Yeah, it's like a in high Inquisitor model. Right. And he has two handguns, but I've converted them to crossbows because there's no gunpowder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like so silver stake crossbows yeah, things. Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of ironic mm. because these characters are going to be raves. Right. So if you if you look at it from the point of view of the witch hunter, yeah, they're going to be there in the army, and they actually think that they're still alive. Okay. And they're walking around with all the Empire troops, but some of them look a bit weird, but they haven't quite worked out why. It's like, Benny, are you ill today? Uh, you seem to be losing half your head. <laughs> what? Yeah. But, but they're kind of focused on the battle, so they don't think about it. And then at some point, they're going to like wave their hand in front of their face and realise that it is... Oh, I am a ghost. Yeah, I'm a ghost. So the witch hunters are going to be ghosts. All right. But do you don't think they would be like confused if they like saw a vampire? Yeah, well, the the thing is that the all the models they look they look like they could be human. Right. Okay. A little so, bit. So they they just believe they're human. Yeah, and maybe there's a spell or something that's right. kind of okay. They're not they're a little bit there, but they're not they don't quite understand. Right. Right. Because obviously Vlad he's going to steal some of their souls when he kills them and whatever. Clearly. So always good to have a soul or two. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a, a mounted a mounted wraith as well, which yeah. is like a pistolier model. Okay. And the pistolier model is is like his head falling off. Right. So he's going to be like he's a ghost. But mm-hmm. imagine nearly headless Nick from Harry Potter, where yeah, his yeah, head's yeah. kind of like hanging on by a thread, and he's oh, like yeah. galloping around, and yeah, his head's yeah. like always falling off to the side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's got a, a he's I've given him a, like a scythe. Yeah. And then from the Cobham Throne model, there's like kind of like the the ectoplasm bits, the kind of like misty things. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to be attached to like his back. Okay. So it looks he's like a ghost and it looks like he's moving forwards and he's like riding with the kind of the trail of like like the animation. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking about the animation from uh Warhammer Total War where the spectral they've got like this Fog yeah, 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 like the fog, yeah, kind of yeah. like the fog following them. Yeah, so yeah. all my ghost models are going to have like the fog, mm-hmm. and I have, I just have some banshee models because they're kind of humanoid anyway. Yeah. So they're just they're banshee, really they're cool. banshees. The banishment models, other banishment banshee banshee models. <laughs> yeah. Games Workshop. Already. So I, I just took the ones from the Coven Throne actually, and I put them on a flying stand on a on a twenty millimeter base. So do you so, have it? Do you have any like live? humans in your army that are almost... yes i do have some live humans in my army okay so my zombies yeah um half of them are going to be made up of the sylvanian levy yeah so they're like the 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 cattle that the vampires feed on mm-hmm. and then they're just like dead but then they get ra- risen when it's mm. when yeah exactly <laughs> they're going to be in like the colors of sylvania because right. they're like the local peasants mm-hmm. and then there's also some humans that have been killed already in the battle and yeah. risen again as zombies. Okay. So they're going to be in the colour of Middenheim, which is blue and white, which contrasts really well with the black and yeah, yeah, purple. Yeah, yeah, so it's going to be like a shambling horde. Exactly. Yeah. And so these are basically just going to be soldiers, mm-hmm. but like with the arms that have been hacked off and they have battle wounds where they've been killed, and they're going to have like knives in them and like spears through the faces and stuff. Mm-hmm. like. Walking what you would along. expect from yeah, zombies. Yeah, exactly. Like walking along in the same units as the Sylvanian. Yeah, like so mixed together. Yeah, mixed together with them. So it's like they've actually been risen yeah. from the corpses yeah. on the battlefield. Yeah. Okay, but no lo- no live humans. No conscious humans. No, no, no. Okay. I was thinking about making the witch hunters like conscious. Yeah. But I think it's I actually need the rape characters. So <laughs> My favourite quote uh, concerning the vampire counts from the fluff was, I believe it was... Manfred, 
podcast mm-hmm. quote, and he said, "You can, you can, what is it? You can, uh, you can serve me in life or slave for me in death. It matters little to me." <laughs> That's a good one. Is That's that a really good one. Did you get that one from Warhammer Total War? I think it's in what? Yeah, 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 it is. Probably on the loading War. screen or something. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. But I actually knew it from before because it was my my good little friend Benjamin. We also had a vampire con family. Yeah. He, like he he always used to like when he was raising new units or something. Serve me in life or slave for me in death. Yeah. I don't care. You get to choose. <laughs> I'm a merciful god. Yeah. So then um, I have so that's my zombie units, and they're also obviously going to kind of. Um, I want I want the the Empire soldiers who have been risen. They're all gonna have halberds, mm-hmm. so they're gonna kind of double as my halberders if I want to play it with Empire of Sunstorm. Sure. Yeah. And then I have the zombies, the regular zombies, which are just gonna be like free companies because mm-hmm. they're kind of they just have like they have some of them have pitchforks and yeah. some have like I want to make like a butcher zombie, which yeah. is wearing like a butcher's apron and has oh, like, like yeah, a meat yeah. cleaver. Obviously. So he's the local butcher. Yeah. And then he's gonna be the free company champion. Sure. When it, cool. when it gets down to it. Sounds cool. Yeah. Sounds cool. I think more or less every model in your army is converted. Every single model is converted. Yeah. Actually, we'll get to that, but some of them aren't, but 90% are. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. All right. And then uh, the next unit is the skeleton, the, the just the regular skeletons. Oh, didn't they have our name, the regiment? The Crimson Fangs. The Crimson Fangs. The Crimson Fangs. So the Crimson Fangs are my uh, skeleton swordsmen. So they're just the hand weapon shield skeletons. And they're they're basically made from the the state militia kit. Yeah. And what I did is I swapped all the heads for skeleton heads mm. and green stuffed in the necks to yeah. make it like a spine. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I changed all the hands, so they had they were carrying swords in the hands, like from the skeleton hands, mm-hmm. and I cut the swords off the empire hands and put them on the skeleton yeah, hands. Yeah. So all the hands are different, and then some of them I chopped the legs off and put extra legs in and. Some of them have like skeleton torsos. And, it's a real labor of love. Yeah, really, really kind of went to town on it. It was really actually quite good fun. How, how many models have you made in total by now? <laughs> I, I cheated. You did? I made, I have a unit of 40. Okay. I have one unit filler, which is 15 men. <laughs> 15 men? Yeah. That's a big unit filler. Yeah, and one which is four. One which is four units? Yeah. Four models. So I have 21 single models yeah and then i have a, a four which is like a gibbet with a like a hangman's noose on it oh, where yeah, there's like yeah, a that one like a body hanging yeah and it's dripping on a dripping blood and then yeah. there's just one skeleton on that yeah. and then i have a big one which is like a graveyard scene where there's like a fallen statue and there's a few skeletons walking around and then there's another skeleton which is like sticking its sword in the guy like a dead middenheimer guy who's like laying on the floor like bleeding. Ah! Bleeding, yeah, that's quite. It's quite a nice conversion actually, and the skeleton's like laughing. Like, yeah, ha, 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 ha. I would be too. Like I just won this. Yeah, and you're gonna be my friend in a moment. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get risen with the yeah. into the zombros. So, um, if you don't mind me asking, how how do you feel like you're gonna play this army? Are you gonna play because vampire counts. I mean, it's an army that doesn't shoot, and it doesn't have. Yeah, you could, you could the shrieks and whatnot. Do you want to go heavy in on that, or are you just gonna? I'm, gonna do I'm pretty it? much just gonna make a little bit of everything, and I haven't. Okay. I'm not really been. I have been a bit competitive with it, but it's more of like a fun army to play. Yeah. It's not okay. like a dick puncher. No, no, but maybe like, do you, how many how many skeletons are you making? Like. Well, I've made forty, yeah. and then the I was thinking about maybe making instead of the halberder unit, I make a unit of skeleton halberders as well. Yeah. 
but because I, I haven't actually made the Empire Halberdiers slash zombies yet. Right. But I don't know. Maybe I'll make half and half. Just mix it all. Yeah, together. mix it up. Like the risen, the risen uh, zombie halberdiers are going to be the skeleton halberdiers or something. Oh I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. We'll work it out. I haven't yeah. got that far yet. Many but I've, I've been collecting halberds. <laughs> so uh, accumulating, <laughs> accumulating halberds. I think we've got about 50, 15 right now. Okay. So yeah, we'll see. Um, like Christopher hinted at earlier, we have some zombie zombie crossbowmen, which are just like zombies like dragging crossbows around, and they don't really know how to fire them. So not actually, none of them are actually. Oh, some of them are firing, but they haven't got any arrows. No, like, they're just yeah. they're just pretending. <laughs> and have you. yeah, have one zombie which is like a unit filler that's like dragging its crossbow through the dirt, and it's like can't drag it, and it's a bit, it's a bit stuck. <laughs> I mean, Hate it when it happens. <laughs> so these are gonna. And they're looking for brains, getting your <laughs> crossbow stuck, on stuck in the mud. <laughs> yeah, so this the so this zombie unit is gonna be like one which I raise up. Mm. With the vampires, or yeah. it will double up as crossbowmen for the empire. Yeah, that's a good idea. Or light light infantry, as light they're infantry. now called. Yeah. Um, the direwolves are just direwolves. I don't really think you can. It's not just really much that. point of doing anything to yeah. them, really, in the sense that the models are quite cool as they are. Yeah, I've yeah. used the old goblin wolves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, with the vampire. Yeah, your your theme is like with the. What is the new bloodline called in the... In uh, the von the... Karnstein. Karnstein? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's like that. It's like re- really no... Kind of a clean look. Yeah. At the But at the same time... It's dark. Yeah. Yeah, so the wolves are pretty just like black wolves. Yeah. But I think the kind of the fluff is like... They're just the animals in the, in yeah. the woods. They're the just forest. kind of... Like wolves will and would be pretty fucking scary. Yeah, know. just attacking people. Yeah. And I've done a few conversions. There's like a, a, a wolf, which is like on a double-sized base, and it's like circling a grave a gravestone where there's like a, a guy that's like hiding behind a gravestone, and he's dropped his sword, and he's like S- reaching for his sword. Sniffing him out. And the wolf is like circling him to come and eat him. And then I have a, another unit filler, which is a double a double base again, and there's two wolves like chewing on a corpse yeah. like an empire guy that's been killed you've got a lot of these mini stories going yeah, on yeah but that's like it's like kind of the every unit is telling a story like something going on with yeah. each model is kind of human in that way which is ironic because they're dead yeah I think actually my favourite unit filler that I've made so far is a zombie unit filler it's like a four base unit filler mm-hmm. and there's like an empire champion and he's like stabbing a zombie through the chest and the zombie doesn't care and he's just like reaching and grabbing his shirt and mm. And like trying to get him, and then the Empire guy has like a look at like a repulsive look, and he's like <laughs> leaning back, even though he's stabbing the zombie. And then there's like actually like another zombie coming out the ground and grabbing his leg. God, horrible way to go. Yeah, this by a thousand. I think bites. actually that's probably one of my best ever conversions. Oh yeah. Because it, it, I just I somehow I've got like the look, the dynamic, and, the, and... It, yeah, the pose yeah. is just just right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm really really happy with that one. Um, it is good looking. I have some bat swarms, and these are obviously again themed around the battle. So I have like the bat swarms like chasing an empire guy, and they're they're really happy bats. <laughs> oh yeah, they're old ones from the Warhammer Quest. Warhammer and... Quest. Uh, from Warhammer Quest. Yeah. Okay. I think they're from Warhammer Quest. I think there was a kit once where you got some bat swarms, yeah. some spider swarms, yeah, you get a and bat, some snotlings. A bat, a spider, and a snotling. Yeah. And I have a like. 30 of these. Oh, wow. I've been collecting them off eBay. They're really expensive, but they're, they're fun. And Rasmus gave me some as well. 
And so I have I have a few a few bats which are like chasing a human and he's like running away with his hands in the air like Aah! and then another one which is like he's getting swarmed by bats he's got like bats all over him and he's like fighting them off. Yeah. There's like three or four bats just like stuck to him. And uh, yeah, so and they're really happy like ah, come on yeah, come on the, human. They've got this like big green. Yeah, they have like really smiley faces. It's so yeah. funny. Um, that's that's the core. I'm pretty sure. I think that's covered the core. Yeah. Um, so then in my special, I have the, the obviously the Drakenhof Guard, pretty iconic unit in the in the fluff is like the the guard of the Drakenhof Castle, which is like Vlad von Karstein's personal castle. So they obviously have like the Drakenhof banner, which says like Drakenhof Guard on it, and there's like a picture of Drakenhof. Yeah, with, like, some a really movie. nice freehand on that. Yeah, one. I'm I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. And it has like a, a dark elf uh, skull figure, like, um, I don't know what you call it, like the banner top. Oh, uh, yeah. Like a red emblem. Yeah, emblem skull thing on the top, which looks quite cool. And these guys, are they're not, they're not con- these are actually the, one of the only units I haven't really converted. They're just the Empire Greatsword models from Games Workshop. Actually, I converted the champion. He has a, I've converted him to have a, like a mustache. This is <laughs> like a big mustache. Oh, what do you call that in English? In Danish, it's called the... the... That the handlebar. Hand, yeah, we say handlebar as well. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So he's got like a handlebar mustache, and um, and these guys are painted. They're not like they're kind of in the middle of being dead and alive. So they're kind of obviously the whites. Mm. So they kind of have like really pallid skin skin color. Mm. So the for all intents and purposes, they're painted like an empire greatsword. Yeah. Just with dark colors, and then the skin is just like white ghostly skin. Yeah. So they're kind of like. And my my fluff idea is that they're they're the they're the Drakenhof guard like the original loyal Drakenhof guard yeah. that have been like the Vlad's cast a spell on them mm. and they're just they've turned undead or they've just like lost their souls yeah like consciousness yeah and yeah they've lost their consciousness and they just stubbornly stand there yeah. and fight until like the last man yeah so they could be I think they works quite well with the Imperial Guard and the the Great the Barrow Guard Barrow Guard Great Barrow Guard Barrow Guard yeah yeah. Shame you have to make 40 of them. I've made 30. You've made 30 already? 30, okay. with a couple of unit fillers. Yeah, I was trying to tease you then. Uh, <laughs> go big or go home with the barrel. Yeah, guard. I think I do need another 10, but I think I'm just going to cheat and make some big unit fillers. I only need 10. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I have, I have a, one of my unit fillers is like a barrel guard, like slicing through an Empire soldier. Oh, yeah. His, he like hits him in his neck. And he's like he's on his knees because he's obviously been downed, but onto his knees by the force of the blow, and the and the swords like cut through him to just above his waist. So obviously the barrel like, and he's got like blood all coming out, and it's all over it's the floor. Brutal. Yeah, and he's like, like his face is quite <laughs> like you would imagine. Yeah, it's pretty pretty gruesome conversion. Oh, one. What a way to go. Yeah. <laughs> It's like slicing the guy in half. It's quite, it's quite good. Well, I don't even want to imagine how long you're conscious for. Like if that happened to you, yeah, like you get hit by Pro- a big probably, sword. probably longer than you realize. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so and similar to that, I have the Drakenhof Templars. That's also another unit from the fluff. And the Drakenhof Templars were like the knights that carried um, Vlad von Karstein's personal banner. And so these are obviously the Empire knights. With a bit of a tweak, mm-hmm. so I've actually converted some of the armor to make it look again more look more baroque. Like put some kind of filigree on the sides to make it look like bat wings, and I've added like skulls instead of plumes to the helmets. Yeah, 
because the Empire Knights come with like these big plumes yeah, and I've put yeah. like skulls on the top and spikes and yeah. make it look a bit darker so they are a little evil yeah they're like basically like Empire Knights but they're evil yeah. and they're going to be painted in the same way as the Baragard so pallid skin be the, the Baronites. Bar- Baronites. And yeah, also Vampire Knights. Also Vampire so Knights. I don't, I, I don't think I'm ever going to have a list where I have Baronites and Vampire Knights. I'm probably going to have one or the other. And yeah. I, I've, I've made 12 so far, so maybe I just need to buy another box of them. No, maybe it's fine. Yeah, yeah we'll know. see. I've made enough that I have enough for the Baronites. For the Baronite bus. Yeah, for the bus. <laughs> and uh, I have a couple of conversions for these, like right. special Empire conversions. The champion model... He has like a, a, a tall grave, like th- a tall thin gravestone, like standing stone on his base, just on the corner. And it looks like he, and there's also like a dead empire guy laying like with that, with, he's lost his head mm-hmm. and he's lying on the floor and his head's like rolled off and there's like a big blood splatter up the side of the grave, like up the side of the stone where like the swords come off and like, and like chopped his head off and the blood splatters like... <laughs> Up, up, all up the stone. So, and it's like kind of washed down and followed his head to where it's rested. Like you have this dick. You have this deep, dark fascination with blood splatter. Like, yeah, oh. maybe I've watched too much Dexter. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there's another one which is like a double cavalry base, and there's like an Empire militia guy, and he's been stabbed for a lance, with yeah. like run through with a lance, and it's like sticking in him, and it, the lance is like snapped off. Oh yeah. And then the rider's like carried on riding with the lance okay so that's like a double size base is it so is that okay yeah so he's like on the side yeah he's on he, there's like the horse is on like a normal base and then yeah. there's like another cavalry base stuck Next onto to where the, the side where he's like he's kind of like in mid stumble yeah and then the, the character the other the, like the lancer is just carried on going the yeah. templar brutal brutal yeah Deaths all around us. I mean, life as an infantryman in the Empire has always been. Yeah, especially, it's always been a especially when you're in the, the battle of the the, the old forest road. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I haven't actually got that many more units in my army. Got uh, the Varkalak. Yeah, I have the Varkalak. Now the Varkalak has a uh, has a story. The Varkalak, Polly the Varkalak. <laughs> so Polly was once a young fair maiden <laughs> in the village of. Somewhere in Sylvania, and one night said Vlad von Karstein was passing through the village. Hello. And and he wanted to stay the night in because it was it was it was no he wanted to stay in the morning because he's a vampire. Oh yeah, that's true. So he it was like five a.m. in the morning. Go go go! Shit! Can I have a nap here, please? <laughs> I am your liege lord. I will stay in this place, and uh, and. And so someone let him in, or maybe we were forced to let him in, and that just so happens that this is the house where Polly lives. Yeah. And Polly is a pretty young girl, <laughs> and and she's forced to wait on Vlad, and Vlad yeah. takes a liking to her. Yeah. So one but thing... not in the liking that one man would take to a girl, more than a very hungry man would take to a very no no no. I think you you missing you missing the story oh, here. Oh God! There's a twist. There's a twist because Vlad likes this Polly girl, so yeah. he doesn't actually turn into a vampire. No. What he does is he fucks her. Oh God. And leaves. Right. As men do. Yeah, as men do. <laughs> in the night. <laughs> he does just... he sneak out or does he just like walk out? He turns into a cloud of bats and just <laughs> out the window. <laughs> you know that that would really be a skill to have. 
I'm coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would give the that would give the lady something to talk about. <laughs> and anyway, he gets back to Drakenhof, where mm-hmm. Isabella's waiting for him. Yeah. And oh yeah, God, there's another woman in this story. And right. she, and she sees the look in his eyes, and she's like, "What's he been up to?" She doesn't quite trust him. No, really. No. And so Vlad, obviously, this pretty young Polly chick. Yeah. She's pretty good in the sack because she's been around in the village. Right. She right. knows what she's she knows yeah, what she's doing. She knows Isabella, she's only been with one man her whole life or right. one vampire her whole life. And so Vlad he he keeps going to see Polly every now and again and Isabella cottons onto this and she's like Nah, not having this. Yeah. So one day she follows Vlad and she finds out where Polly lives. God. And then when, when Vlad leaves, Polly uh, Isabella goes in and she gets Polly and bites her. Right. So, so that will turn her into a vampire. That will turn her into a vampire. But in my version of the vampire, you have to feed. Yeah. To to kind of stay stay, stay in a normal form, right? Right. So what Isabella does is she takes her away, and she puts it in a cave under Drakenhof Castle. Oh, and leaves her. And there. leaves her there. She chains her up. Yeah. And Polly, obviously, she can't feed on humans. So what does she feed on? She feeds on like. Rats and bats, yeah, oh. and all the all the shit that lives in the in, in dungeon the, in the dungeon under Drakenhof Castle, probably a zombie or two. And what what's Vlad's opinion of this? Because this is obviously his his, well, his mistress. Vlad can't really do shit because yeah. he because like, what you do what you do you do what you have to do to save the marriage. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So he he denies it all, and yeah. she's deny just, deny deny. Yeah. So she's and Isabel is like pretending that she doesn't know what's happened and, and imagine she's like like brutalizing Polly yeah and, and slowly and... Polly is turning and turning and turning into this like oh. huge crazy monster <laughs> yeah <laughs> and eventually she becomes Polly the Barkalak god after a few hundred years of feasting on uh, rats and nothing else nothing else so she could becomes this feral monster that has this rage that sometimes Isabella lets out when she wants to go and kill someone. Wow. And then, and then eventually, Vlad finds out about this. And he's pretty pissed off with Isabella. But he kind of also sees the good side of it. Yeah. He's got like a big old monster that he can just set loose on his yeah, enemies. Yeah. So, and Polly... let's face it, there are other pretty peasant girls around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> so, yeah, Vlad's content to let Polly the Valkalak live in the dungeon below Drakenhof Castle. God. And he takes her with him every time he goes on a campaign. On a leash. Yeah. So that's the story of Polly the Valkalak. Wow. <laughs> I suppose that when you spent these many, many hours actually making this model, you did have the time to make up a story for it. Yeah. Yeah, I had a long time to come to play. about this. So, yeah, Polly the Valkalak is made out of... This could be like a this could be like an under underworld movie. Yeah, I, I was actually watching Underworld a lot to kind of get inspiration from this. Oh, okay. Well, the movies are so so. Yeah, yeah. They're what they are, aren't they? They are what they are. So yeah, they're not many good vampire movies, right? No, not really. Fortunately, that is what it is. Yeah, Van Helsing's quite good. I looked at that a lot as well. Yeah, that's where the Inquisitor. He's an Inquisitor. Yeah, he's like a witch hunter or something. Yeah, yeah. A good movie. Mm. So yeah, that's the story of Polly. Um, other special units I have three Vargas, which are a recent addition. Yeah, haven't really got a story for those. No, they're pretty out of the box, aren't they? Yeah, no, actually, no, no. I actually did a lot of conversion work on them. Wow, I just pretty much scratch built half of them. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's actually probably another one of my best ever conversion works. 
and that's testament to your skill, but I thought that they looked rather out of the box. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> if, if you think they look out of the box, then... I, I, I remember the, all the green stuff on them now, but I had forgotten. Yeah. So, Polly the Barclack is pretty much scratch-built from resin, a few... Dra some dragon wings, actually used dragon wings. Yeah. But they're re-sculpted dragon wings, I had to, like, cut them up and change the shape and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think... Maybe the feet? The metal yeah, feet? Yeah, the metal feet are also from the dragon model. Yeah. And the... That's it. Yeah, that's it. Everything else is resin. Hands? doesn't have hands. It just has wings. Oh, yeah, it has the wings. Yeah. has feet and wings. Yeah. And it, like, walks on its wings. Yeah. yeah. It's a flightless bird. Yeah. And I, I actually used the mouth from the Terrorgeist model. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah, the yeah. teeth. Yeah. I just put those in. But yeah, that's about it. Everything else is resin. Yeah. Um, the Vargeist. whole monster. <laughs> yeah, the whole monster. Uh, the Vargeist, they're, like... They actually use some of the Vargeist models to kind of... As a base for mm -hmm. the resin. Yeah. Because I, I had to have an idea where to build it. Yeah. So I used the actually the back part, like in the like the kind of the mohawk in the back. Mm, mm. I used for the Var the Varkalak. So I I was missing one of those when I came to make the the Vargas. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was actually also missing I think two legs that I used just to hold the model in place when I glued it. Mm -hmm. And then I resined over the legs. Oh. <laughs> so I was actually missing two legs as well. Oh. And I was also missing a head. And I, I can't I don't know if, if I used the head as like a base, but it doesn't make sense that I did. Well, you might have. I might have just put it in there, just exactly. like a... Didn't you maybe put it in the beginning and it looked silly? Yeah, it was maybe it too small and then I'm yeah. resined yeah. on top of it. Like but I was level missing... 100 Pikachu? Yeah. If you get that, if you get that <laughs> yeah. reference. Level Google, 100 Pikachu. Google uh, level 100 Pikachu. Yeah, it looked like that. <laughs> so... I was missing a head as well. So basically, I was missing a whole Vargeist. Yeah. So what I did is I kind of did a, a little bit of green stuff on each one. Oh, yeah, and like, like scrapped them for parts. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> so I had to green stuff two legs. You had to green stuff a head somewhere in between. I green stuff two legs, a head, and a back. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, I had like a ruin. So I actually put, built the ruin into the base. Yeah, yeah. So the good. idea of these is that they're like... Coming out of a mortuary. Coming out of like a, yeah, like an old cathedral that's yeah. been like tumbled down or something. And so outside the cathedral there's like gravel and inside there's flagstones. Oh, yeah. And also, just to tie it into the theme of the army, there's like a little empire guy and he's hiding under, underneath the, like this, he's on the bottom floor yeah. when the Vargas is like on the top floor yeah. and he's like kind of sat hugging his knees oh, yeah. like looking really really scared or as you would imagine you yeah as you would imagine you would be if there was a Vargas like just on top of you or a vampire spawn we should probably call them oh yeah vampire spawn vampire spawn yeah so that's and that took a lot of work to repose them and mm. fit them onto the onto the ruins which are quite big and also do a lot of green stuff on the models. Yeah, it's an imposing unit, I recall. I recall. And they're quite good in the game as well. They've done really well so far. I think everybody uses them. Yeah, some of Like, does they give you some autonomy in the flying? Yeah, yeah the vampirics. They don't really general. mess up all the time. I mean, yeah. they do fail the French test, but... A lot. <laughs> but you can, like, reverse them towards your enemy. Yeah. It's like a trick a lot of people use. skirmishes. Rather than, rather than face what you're actually moving towards, yeah. you just back them upwards yeah. if you want to use them offensively so they don't decide to like you know oh five fast cavalry yeah. always wanted to know what that tastes like yeah. and they run off into oblivion yeah I should maybe make some fluff for them maybe it was like a, a three way that went wrong <laughs> oh, oh no more no more end it no I was um, I was thinking uh, oh no I forgot about it 
<laughs> I was going to say something really clever. <laughs> it's gone now. Yeah, it didn't come out. No. So yeah, I have those in special, and I have some some fell bats, which are just the the happy bats on the base. <laughs> right, the same size, same size as the bats from. They're a bit. They're exactly the same size. But I've actually had some smaller bats that have been included in the bat swarms, so they okay. they do look a bit different. Right. So there's a single bats on the bases, and then the bat swarms, which are lots of bats on the bases. Okay. So it's it's obvious, but they're all happy bats. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what else do I have? I think I'm running close. Ah, the the very important unit is the black coach. Have you, have you, you made that? Yeah. You did, you've seen it, right? I'm not sure. It's it's made out of the Empire Hurricanum model. No, the Altar of Sigma model. The, so not the gypsy wagon. The the Pope wagon. The Pope wagon. The, it's made out of the Pope wagon. Pope wheel. Because I use a statue of the, the griffin? griffin statue as the unit filler for the skeletons. That's right. like the statue that's like clever, tumbled tumbled clever. down and chopped up. Clever, clever. And then, so I've used pretty much exactly that model. Yeah, I think that would do great. Yeah, and I just and I took I painstakingly carved off all the icons of comets and, and hammers. And women and thunderbolts. Oh my god! If you have that, if you have this model, yeah. you know how long it took me to do that. <laughs> it takes so long to like trim them all off to make it look oh, like a oh. coach of, of not of a sigma. Oh god! Actually, all the empire models that have insignia of sigma, sigma I've chopped off. Right. Because that's like in the fluff. Like it's the same way as like vampires don't like Christianity symbols. Mm. Uh, Vlad von Karstein doesn't like the symbols of Sigma because they like burn him. Yeah. So he <clears throat> so he like outlaws all the worship of Sigma in his, in Sylvania. Yeah. And that's like a step towards the kind of the conversion yeah. of Sylvania to right, the, that's, that's to the undead corruption. Yeah. Very fitting. Very fitting. So I've obviously painstakingly like shaved off all the comets of Sigma and armor and things like that to kind of keep him with the fluff of the army. Mm. And to add to this model, um, I put a wraith sitting on the front yeah. with like a scythe. Like, like testimony. Oh, yeah. Little, sorry. Like it has to be there. Yeah. And he's made out Iconic of, he's actually thing. made out of an Equitane peasant model. Yeah. And a ring wraith hood. Okay. Is there, is there a sitting down peasant? No, but I just converted his legs. Oh, and he has like, just, you just converted yeah. And he has like skeleton legs as well <laughs> <laughs> from the skeleton sprue. So he's like a classic wraith. Right. Black, with like a black hood and a, and a scythe and a scythe yeah. yeah and then on the back we have the the trailer trash <laughs> so it can also also double up as a coven throne oh it's like bitches in the back yeah just like a Isabella sat in the back yeah. in like in the chair <laughs> so like uh, I modelled I like green stuffed on like a like a, a, a yeah no, it's, from, it's the couch from the mortis engine or whatever oh like, yeah like yeah, the coven yeah. throne yeah and it's the vampire from the coven throne all right, and it has like uh, just a few bits to kind of make it. I have it... not seen this. Yeah, we've been hard at work, and I've been gardening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, more or less. This one, this was actually one of the first models I made. I'm pretty sure you've seen it. I hundred percent haven't seen it. I have no idea what's going on here. Okay, so yeah, basically it's the trailer trash sat yeah. in the back of the wagon, yeah. and so it, it can yeah, so it can cut. It can kind of be the awakened vampire when the black coach gets. Like yeah, high enough. gets the high enough level, or it can be a like a coven throne, mm. if I want to run the Lamia list. Yeah, you probably just don't want to run the. I ran it at a tournament coach. actually. The black coach. I run the Lamia list at a tournament. Yeah, because the black coach is like. Uh, I think it's good. Uh, if you if you run it into the right thing, it kills a dragon with it. Really? Yeah. I it, how the hell did that happen? I charged it into a dragon. Yeah. I did the one or two wounds. I got charged in the flank with a spin block. 
and I grind the shit out of a spearman block. With what? It doesn't have that. It has grind attacks. Yeah, but only after D3 grind attacks and two strength five rape attacks and two D6 horse attacks. Two D6. Or maybe it's two. But then the vampire gets four strength five. Yeah, he attacks. has to wake up first. Yeah, but but after like two or three rounds of killing spearmen, he's like. He's like, fuck it, I'm in coach. it. Yeah. And then it was ethereal after a while. Oh, yeah. So, spooky. So, yeah, <laughs> spooky. It was a bit spooky, and the dragon couldn't harm it. Oh, yeah. So I killed and the spearman. This dragon was just mongoloid mode yeah. over the course of these yeah. 16 rounds of combat. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, so I just eventually I ground out the spearman, and I was stubborn as well. Because I got the Vonkar Vark- the oh, yeah, Sand upgrade. upgraded to be stubborn. Yeah, so I didn't lose that much from combat res. No. And I was grinding out a lot every turn. So yeah, yeah it, it was really good. But you're just stubborn, it's good. I agree with that. Actually, I think first I charged a unit of 10 crossbowmen and killed and them, them. And then overran into the spearmen or something like that. But you have to do the wounds. Yeah. So, so they don't have to be unsafe wounds. Yeah, exactly. Sense. So you can like ram them into knights and then like, oh, I did a lot of wounds on it. Yeah, but I saved them. It doesn't. No, you have to, it has to be unsafe wounds. No, it doesn't. It does. Really? I'm pretty sure it has to be on Save Wounds. I don't think it's But so regardless, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, my other rare units, we talked about the Vampire Knights. They've been really good actually in the game. Yeah, I like them. Two wounds, fixes cavalry. Yeah. Wink wink. Yeah. <laughs> Shrimp <laughs> seven on the charge. That too helps. Yeah. Um, I, only, I only have uh, two more units. Um, one of them is the Wraiths. And uh, I have those, as we talked about before, with the Mounted Wraith. I'm going to have some Pistoliers. Or the the writers, yeah, and they're going to be instead of pistols, they're going to have crossbows. Mm-hmm. Obviously, fit with the theme. Makes sense. And they're just going to be like ghostly, ghostly writers. Yeah. So nothing special really there. No. They, but they can double but up he, as writers. I, 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 always look, I, always, I always look at the I always look at these uh, models and units, and they they're all so expensive. Can you like fit them all in an army? No. No. Okay, so you have to like pick and choose. Yeah, you? the vampire army, you have to be really really selective. Yeah. Like you can only have pretty much one or two rare choices, but I just wanted to have the options. And no, you it doesn't have to. I've looked it up just now, by the way. The dark coach. Yeah. Doesn't have to be on safe rooms. Wow, that's that's really good then. <laughs> yep. Well, it just says how many wounds this model has caused during the game. So it doesn't it doesn't help you for like running down stuff and whatnot. Yeah, but you just have to do the wounds in combat. You have to do the wounds in combat. Fair enough. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I recommend it. It's good fun. And it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of a fun unit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, I, in my opinion, the four wounds lets it down a little bit. Toughness six. It's good. Four plus war save. Four plus armor save. Vampiric five plus. It's dur- durable as fuck. It's only got four wounds though. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the thing. But you can heal it. Yeah, but not if it's dead. But four plus war save, four plus arm save, and vampiric five plus. Yeah. So it regains a wound, thirty three percent of the time in combat. So it does three wound. Or is it like, what is the vampiric? Wound? Vampiric means that for yeah, every wound, if, or like if, at you, the end of the if you cause if you cause one or more wounds in combat, yeah, then you get to roll the then dice. Then you roll dice at the end and you regain a wound yeah. if you get the value. I think it's tricky to use for two hundred points. It's yeah, tricky. It's, it's expensive. It's tricky. But it's arm piercing six. On the character. Yeah, that's three attacks actually. Yeah. And strength five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good against knives, I think. Yeah, it's good against the right thing. Yeah. Movement eight, swift drive, pretty good. Yeah. It gets to fly at one point, right? Yeah, yeah. It can fly and it can be ephemeral. It's freaking, it's freaking boss. It's freaking yeah. spooky, bro. When it does, when it does thirteen <laughs> wounds, it goes. 
It just goes banana split. Yeah. Sounds like two plus ward save model. Yeah. Toughen six, come out the bro. Yeah, exactly. And if you've got magical attacks, still got four plus ward save. Yeah, exactly. Don't care. Yeah, it's pretty good. So yeah, back to the back to the the von Karsteins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we have the the pistolier writer dudes, and they're just going to be like with the, the fog again. Yeah. I haven't got I haven't got as far as spirit host yet. I don't know what I'm going to build Easiest for them. Easiest things. In the yeah, world. but they're There's almost so many they're almost too easy. Like, I want to do something interesting. Yeah. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, we'll think about this. Yeah. Good. Good. That's a good competition for the end. We'll save it for the end. Yeah. We've got one more unit. So my last my last unit is the is a zombie dragon slash terror guys model. Like this one, I haven't really converted it that much. I haven't finished it yet either. It's still sitting on my desk. It's like, basically, I re I converted heavily the terror guys model, so it has like a really long neck and a really long nose so it looks more like a dragon mm. so I, I want to use it for both yeah and it and um a really long nose yeah like a longer nose because the, the zombie really the zombie dragon has quite a short yeah, stubby nose so yeah. I like extended the nose with the old dragon nose okay so it looks a bit more like a dragon and what I'm going to do is I'm going to put in all the organs and then some of the skin yeah so it actually looks like a zombie dragon okay rather than just like a skeleton dragon I'm I'm really really interested with the long nose because my immediate uh, my immediate association or maybe that's too rude but I was like I'm thinking like you have to be very difficult that it doesn't look like a dragon with Down syndrome or something <laughs> it does look a little bit like a dragon with Down syndrome <laughs> <laughs> yeah I haven't like I said I haven't finished it yet <laughs> and the funny thing is it's like the bendy nose from the higher oh, dragon and it looks like it's like a floppy nose. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like, it's like, oh, like the nose has got limp because it's like a zombie dragon nose. It's like it's like it's more maybe like depressed. It's like hanging down. <laughs> yeah, it's, it looks like imagine Snoopy when he's depressed. It's like, <laughs> yeah. do, do you ever watch the TV show The Raccoons? No, no, we don't have that in Denmark. I don't no. think. No, it's a good TV show. What? It has these like funny things with, like these weird shaped noses. Yeah, yeah, it looks a little bit like that. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do a bit more. Tired dragon with Down syndrome. Yeah, pretty much. But it's a zombie dragon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my my other my other thought was what I've, what I've been looking on eBay mm. is I've been looking for like a plastic dinosaur skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was see. gonna get like a plastic dinosaur skeleton. Build it up from that. And yeah. then build get some plastic pterodactyl wings mm-hmm. from dinosaurs and then stick it on the side and yeah, just convert it like that. I was thinking about making a second one if this one doesn't work. Because it looks pretty retarded, <laughs> and and it's gonna be. Well, so... had, I think I think everything was everything was sounding really cool until so you said nose. extended nose. <laughs> <laughs> it will look good. Like these things look better the more work you put in, and I haven't put that much work into right, it okay. yet. But we'll see. We'll see if it can be saved. Yeah. Let's so that, hope. So that's let's hope for it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna to have to use some invocation and yeah, yeah, make yeah. its nose a bit more stiff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's my uh, my vampire project. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as we said just a second ago, I'm thinking of ideas for spirit hosts. Yeah. Give yeah. me your ideas. It has to be hipster. It has to be non-standard. It has to be a little bit outside the box. Yeah. And it has to be something that I can also use for the Empire of Sunstar army. Does it? Does it, it could. Be, it could be flagellants. Mm. Put on a forty millimeter base. Yeah, we just do four, like unit fillers. Yeah. 
Just like well, with yeah. the new, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I think I think I they're going to get changed. I think, I think they're going to go. <laughs> I think they're going back in the closet. Token is free. Weapon skill two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, I mean, let's just say that when everybody's running prelates and flagellants, yeah. those balancing boards going to come out with the bane hammer. <laughs> yeah, the nerf bat is going to smack them silly. Yeah, so yeah, uh, let's take a quick break here, and we'll be back in five. Amazon Podcast, episode 11. You're here with Christopher and Henry. We've just been talking some hobby, and now we're going to give you our usual uh, power gaming power gaming stuff. Stuff. How to win, make people cry, <laughs> how, to lo- how to not make friends. <laughs> <laughs> hobby killer list 101. <laughs> Something like that. So, we went to the ETC warm-up um, last month, two months ago. Yeah. And we were ambitious. Yeah. Going into this. We were ambitious. We were we were we were actually saying that we had a decent play, chance of placing in the top three. No, we didn't. No, no, no we, we thought didn't. we were going to get our ass smashed. Yeah, we were like, we're okay. playing with the big boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we did all right. We did all right. We winded up at fifth place. Fifth, fifth, fifth place out of ten. Eight. Eight. Nine. Something like that. Something like that. So we did. We came mid pack. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Christopher here, you came out of everyone. Out of 80 people? Yeah. Yeah, 80 people. 80 people. A lot of people. A lot of people. (laughs) You came number two. Yeah. And where did Rasmus come? Eight? Six? Something like that. Something like that. So Rasmus's dick puncher list that we were talking about, that some people said were not good. Yeah. Was quite good. Yeah. Like the inferior podcast. The inferior podcast. Maybe we should use my last three percent of battery on that. Yeah, maybe. So returning to like uh, like competitive rivalry. Yeah. We have Amahammer. Amahammer versus Thundercocks. The result we had like a mini tournament within the tournament. Yeah, they they wagered. They wagered that they were the better podcast than us, and clearly we were keen to prove them wrong. Yes. And we did. We chat. Well, we had a, a Amahammer. Game one grudge match yeah. between Christopher and Jack and Alex and Rasmus. Yeah. And uh, let Amahammer. me just say that also Alex changed his list at last minute. Yeah. 
shenanigans pro. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm playing this. Yeah, I'm just gonna bring this. Just gonna change from my ogres nah, nah, to. Nah, nah. In, in all fairness, it was pretty impressive that that they put up with the, the resistance that they actually did, considering their state. Yeah. <laughs> Having been yeah. out all night drinking, <laughs> I took them out, which was maybe a little bit of a disadvantage to them. Yeah, well, you know, it's part of the game. But regardless, yeah. and the hammer, we won, and we have not heard uh, the promised recognition. Yeah. So the wager was that the losing podcast. Would uh, would do a, a segment on their show, explaining that the other podcast was in fact the better podcast in every way. It was, yeah, I don't know what I don't know if it was that much, but it was definitely saying the other podcast has to make a segment yeah, that says yeah. the other podcast is the best podcast. There has to be dick licking and sucking and caressing the balls. Yes, Re- some the... some kind of reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is a little bit of a shout out to Jack. And Alex. And Alex. Make it happen. We beat you 21 to 19. Yes. We want our... 21 to 19. We want our segment. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Not please. We demand. <laughs> we demand. Yes, so... <laughs> we won. But... Deal with it. We... Uh, <laughs> officially the best Night Age podcast. Or we will proclaim ourselves the best podcast. Yeah, we, we'll start putting that on the front of our yeah. show if you don't do it. Absolutely, definitely better than Thundercats podcast. Yeah. Not the number one Ninth Age podcast in the UK, but the number one Ninth Age podcast. In the world. In the world. <laughs> I don't know about that. There's some other podcasts as well. Okay. So yeah, back to ETC. Throwing down the glove. <laughs> yeah, back to ETC. Back to ETC. <clears throat> so yeah, Christopher came second overall yeah. Yeah. In, in a single sense. So what we want to do, we want to quickly... Talk about Christopher's list, yeah. and Christopher maybe talk about some synergies, how it works, and maybe just quickly some of the not not going through all the games, but just some, maybe yeah. some highlights. So I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. Um, overall, the list I made was based on adaptability because I felt moving into this that uh, we needed lists that could be both defensive, offensive, and reactionary depending on what your opponent was playing and all these kind of things. So I tried to decide to make a list that could do everything and that was kind of difficult to take points away from. Now I know a lot of guys, they really prefer to play with a lot of flak, with a lot of redirectors and all that. And I really don't like that because I, what I really want is units that are good in the sense that I can move them away if I'm in danger of losing them. Or if I do lose them, it's not going to be that many points. So like hordes of cheap shitty infantry, a lot of wounds, like very mobile Pegasus Knights that I can move away if I lose some of them. So just save the points. Uh, I didn't give many battle points away in, in any games. Everything's tough as nails or big units. That worked out really, really well, obviously. So yeah, maybe you just want to quickly go through your list. Yeah, it's two units of skirmishing Pegasus Knights, a Lord and a Hippogriff that's tool to kill single models. BSB, that's also a tool to kill single models with a great weapon and some multiple wound shenanigans. Uh, level 2 with uh, white magic, level 2 with beast magic, 30 archers, 60 peasants with spears. And they have a reliquary work. Yeah, they've got like a. They've got the original, the OG pussy wagon. <laughs> <laughs> OG pussy wagon. Two bull throwers. Two Mine, mine's the trailer trash. Mine's the trailer trash. <laughs> uh, actually, they've got. They've got they're like six dudes. Okay. It's like the, the original redneck. Anyway, uh, two scorpions, which are like uh, bull throwers on steroids. Ordnance. Yeah. Uh, just to deal with flying characters, so that uh, flying single models really. A little bit of pressure. Uh, yeah, they didn't. They didn't in this tournament. I think they were only facing off against one flying character. Okay. And they killed him. 
Okay. <laughs> they trick shot him. Win. <laughs> uh, hardcover. Long range. Sixes. Didn't matter. Didn't, <laughs> didn't care. Wound him. <laughs> Take Killed it off. him. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So it was awesome. Uh, no, they did what they were supposed to do, and they put some threat. They, they um, it's just a nice little threat to have. Uh, yeah. And you have you only have one unit of knights, right? I have one unit of knights, which is there to bodyguard my white magic mage, because the spells are sort of short range. So the, the other mage is on foot, right? In the yeah, business. in in the in actually in the arches here. Yeah. yeah, just hanging back with a scroll, and because a lot of the I'm always trying to get like a swarm of insects. Okay. Because that's can it's 48 inch range and like good at killing war machines, yeah. which is what I needed. Uh, yeah, that was that was my list. Yeah, there's not a lot in it. And uh, how how did you feel the matchup process worked? Did it work in your favor or? Well, I had mostly bad matchups against because I got matched up against Empire of Sunstorm. <laughs> yeah, Empire the Dick Puncher. Yeah, and then netlist. One of the first game against the Swedish team, I I just lost by a little bit because I couldn't pass a leadership nine rerollable test, and then I, my peasants <laughs> happens every now and again. So so yeah, I lost that one. I think by the end of it, 11 or maybe 13 to 7 yeah. in his favor. And then I just I mostly stomped people yeah. in the good matches. And uh, didn't I had good dice, didn't have any horrible dice. <laughs> Overall, that helped quite I had a lot. really bad dice the whole tournament. Yeah. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, no, I think, uh, I think what can be learned, the lessons that I learned from this is flying is still good. Uh, you need something to counter single models and you need to be able to play avoidance and even if you can't play avoidance you need to be able to castle and so I think I think it's testimony to like the ninth age that you need to in a sort of way bring lists that are active in all phases of the game yeah. and in all aspects of all the phases both like redirecting fleeing like having like every single tool from the from the toolbox available to you just helps you so much yeah a lot of ranks to break steadfast very useful to have yeah because you had you kind of had like the hammer the hammer units which are the characters and the pegasus knights yeah to a certain extent also the bsp he was yeah. really like a boss like, and then you also have player. like the anvil of the realm knights and the anvil of the the big block of peasants yeah yeah so you, you kind of have both both kind of units you have the shooting you have the magic yeah and you have the character killers and it just isn't the same amount of mass removal in the game as there used to be yeah, so like the vortexes kind of, and all that, yeah. they're almost gone. No one really uses them because they you're disappear a bit safer now. with the big units of infantry. You really are. And it's a lot of points when you don't lose them. Mm -hmm. And they will be steadfast for ages. And even if they weren't, wouldn't I could put the reliquary in there and, you know, it's annoying yeah. to kill, especially so with how, how do you feel your army worked with the objectives? Do you think it. It, it can play the all the objectives, really. Yeah. And I, I usually, Is there any you struggle with? Maybe the multiple objective ones. Yeah. But that was only in the first game. Like, single point objectives, like march 60 peasants up there and then the Knight of the Realm and the Archers, that's three banners that are really tough. Yeah. Uh, you have 30 Archers, right? Yeah, 30 Archers, 60 peasants. It's and 30 and, wounds. Yeah, so it's like 90 wounds if you want to shift like the, the peasants away and the Pegasus Knights are standing behind these units, yeah. like counter-charging out. So you, also, you almost played it like a little bit like a cat, like, almost like a gun line in a way. Like you had, had like a little bit of a castle and then your knights and the Pegasus is flying around behind and at the sides. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> when I, if I was playing against an opponent that was faster than me, I would castle in the corner. But I only I placed against you know so like avoidance units or armies like like wood elves. I placed against uh, silver elves. 
uh, he was like trying to shoot me and I, you know, in the beginning uh, of my deployment, I was like, I was almost making a mistake. I was trying to like deploy in the center thinking, okay, I can do this and this. And then I remembered, no, I'm playing against a skirmishing army, army that has very high mobility. Much faster shooting. than you. What you do is you just go in the corner, try to give yourself as much cover from your skirmishing Pegasus Knights as possible so that he's going to be shooting at you with cover all around. And you just sit there and you take it. And then, <laughs> and then you kind of slowly develop outwards and try to like squeeze uh, units into corners so that they can't get out of you. And then by the end of that, I just picked him apart with it. Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't shoot me enough. And take the objectives. Uh, yeah, by the end of it, I think we actually drawed on the objective in that because okay. it's wood elves, and yeah. it was like two objectives, and you know, like two units of heath riders. I guess, I guess when you're in a corner, you can just you, you you can only play for one objective. Exactly. So you can only play for, play for the draw in that one, which yeah. is what I did. Yeah. And, and but when you're playing ETC, you, that's yeah. kind of what you're almost playing yeah. for. You're going for a small win. I think I think the lessons that we learned from the ETC is that you need to have every single army needs to be able to do everything. Yeah, I, I, for sure. I think. My first game in the ETC warm-up, I went for a 20-0, mm -hmm. and then I didn't get 20-0, and yeah. I realized that... Big mistake. I shouldn't go for 20-0 in this, I should just... Because I was winning. I killed both helpers in the Skaven on the, like, the third, second, third turn, yeah, yeah. and I was like, yeah, I'm fucking winning, let's yeah, go and no, smash no, his... Deep, yeah. yeah, let's go smash his block up, yeah. and then it didn't happen, yeah, and then around. turned around, and I think I won 11-9 in the end, yeah. but I could have just stayed back and won like 17-3. Yeah, play them safe, play yeah. the small victories, yeah. like 13-7, yeah, that's, really good that's win, good win. really good win, because yeah. there's a cap on how much a team can win, so it doesn't matter if everybody wins 20-0 or not. Yeah. So yeah, um, that was Christopher's experience from the ETC. There's more about it on the Kingdom Equitain forum. Yes. And uh, you can find his list there as well, Yes, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. um, if you would like to know any more information about Christopher's list or my vampire counts, then, or even Christopher's uh, assassin army. There will be a block. <laughs> there will be a blog at some point. There will be blocks. You can give us an email on uh, amatimedk at gmail.com. You can also find pictures of my vampire counts on the user blog section under, I think it's called the Von, Karl, Von Karlsteins, and, or under my signature there's a link. So yeah, I hope you've enjoyed the show tonight. A little bit different talking about hobby. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Hobby keep... heroes. <laughs> That's a goodbye from us in Copenhagen. And yeah, have a nice summer.